you're listening to Shade Tree Chefs. All right, today I have a special guest. You know what? We're going to try something different. Uh, I'm going to allow the guests to introduce themselves. I am Melissa. I am the ex-Shade Tree Chef, Jamie's oh, wife. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call him an ex-Shade Tree Chef, but he's definitely, uh, you know, with his work schedule, uh, is wussing out a little bit. Well, I thought he turned to Tupperware. Well, you know, and you would you would know that a little better. And I, you know, it's funny because I said before we we hit record, I said I'm going to try not picking on him. I, and I'm so good at it because, I mean, it's what I do, and uh, <laughs> given how we know each other, uh, we're, we're cousins. So uh, I know Melissa quite well, and actually uh, a lot of the cooks, especially early on, we would do at someone's house. A lot of times it, it came to your house, which we are at today. Yep. So then you would uh, get to try the, I'd like to say, fabulous things we tried i mean i guess it's hit and miss depending on what we did uh, yes but i would say a majority of them yes were very very well done uh, and and very very well done over season would be when we're not together doing shade trees <laughs> <laughs> you know i mistakes happen hey, you know what that's all it's all learning curve right yes. it's that's why it's shade tree chefs and i'm just uh joking around because uh He's not here to defend himself. Exactly. And That's I mean, how often do you get to just pick on him without him starting to cry in front of you? <laughs> not very often. <laughs> not very often. Well, I'll just make sure that uh, you video chat with him as he listens to it. That way you can see the tears roll in real time. I for sure will. Yes. So, all right. Well, this week, uh, we actually had Labor Day weekend here in the United States. Uh, we do have some listeners uh, from different countries that may have similar, but probably not on the same date. So uh, looking around, we had a uh, small gathering over at my house on Labor Day itself, which was Monday. Uh, and it was really thinking what, what to cook. Uh, and I decided with, uh, it was uh, a Chicago Italian beef sandwich. So I, I took the recipe from, you know what, and I had his... I had his name in my head, and I'm going to blank out on it because I'm horrible at names. I like to give credit to him. It'll come, and then I'll, I'll randomly, while you're in the middle You'll of talking, I'll blurt it yes. out. Yeah. So uh, it called for you know three to four pounds of top sirloin roast, and uh, like I normally am, I go to the the local grocery store to to find my meat, and um, normally it does all right for me, but not this time. They had nothing. Uh, nothing big. I mean, maybe some pulled pork or, or pork shoulders, uh, you know, racks of ribs. So I had to venture to uh, a butcher shop, which was good because uh, I, I don't go there enough. Same point. I'm a lot of times I'm not trying to spend that kind of money. But uh, so yeah, I've, I ended up with a good. It was about six pound uh, top sirloin roast. So uh, I get it home. It's like, you know what, it, it's Sunday. Uh, the recipe calls to, to cook it uh, and then let it rest for three hours, like in the fridge, and then to slice it. Uh, I'll get a little more into that. Hmm. So I, I get it home, and it has the butcher uh, the, the butcher twine okay. around it, and it's nice and tight. And I said, you know what, I, I want to get this thing full of the seasoning mix. So I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that all off. That's not a good call. That was a horrible call. Because I, you know, as much as it seemed as one solid like block of meat, when I cut it, you know, there's some spots where it opens up a little bit, and I'm sitting there like, man, I that was a bad call. <laughs> so 
I mean, I do have the butcher's twine, and I'm like, I'll just redo it. So I sit there, and I cut a bunch of pieces, and I I'll eyeball it enough to, to wrap it around. And I go, I wrap it, and I just do the, almost like you're tying your shoe, but oh, okay. you just do that, that basic knot. So I, I'm pulling on it tight, wrap it, loop it, and then I go to pull that final knot, and, and it's not very tight. You know, <laughs> I, I, you can actually move it. The meat looks nowhere near as nice <laughs> as it, it, it did. So uh, I've, that's probably the biggest lesson I have is if, it's, if they have it in twine, just leave it. I was going to say, so have you ever heard of when you're, when you buy something and it's, it's already done up, why would you mess with it? Well, I, I mean, that's a fabulous point. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who told you to go and cut that twine? I did. <laughs> I did. I said, why not? So uh, I actually, you know, that's a great point. Brings me to another story. Uh, I was at the, the local uh, it's called Pick and Save around here, Kroger brand. Uh, I know at least here in the Midwest. Um, and they have the petite fillets, bacon-wrapped bacon fillets. Okay. And Did uh, you take the bacon off of that? Well, they, yeah. Actually, <laughs> so, right. So, so, so I'm like, you know what? This bacon never turns out. Okay. <laughs> you know, they have a piece of plastic, you know, a plastic toothpick through it, holding it all together. I'm like... I just want to get rid of this bacon because the steak's going to be done well before this bacon will get done and it's just be gooey. I'm going to throw it away anyways. So I go and I, I pull that plastic, you know, toothpick out and, um, you know, the, the steak when you get, and of course it was like $5, uh, $4.99 or whatnot for, for the little petite six ounce, four ounce, six ounce, uh, steak it was. So I'm like, it looked nice. I'm like, I'll pull it out. We'll get rid of the bacon and we'll throw it on. Well, there's a reason why it's cheaper. Still tastes, still tastes phenomenal. It's called you got like the scrap ends. So you have the real nice, you know, tender loin that you can right. cut in a nice fillets, and then you have that odds and ends at the end. That's well, that's what these steaks are. So I, I take un, I take out the the toothpick, and it just flops out. <laughs> it's not solid. This thing can lay flat, you know. So then it was, let's. Um, Let's get that bacon back back around it. <laughs> Did you pull the bacon out of the garbage to put it back around no, there? No, or no. What did you do? Luckily, the the bacon was not in the garbage. Okay, I had just had it off to the side. I'm like, let's reapply this toothpick, <laughs> uh, and it kind of worked. But there again, you just can't replicate uh, the skill and craftsman these butchers have to uh, to tie it so so nicely. Well, I'm glad you made it work, though. It it worked, and they, they turned out fine. I threw the bacon away because, like I said, it didn't turn out. But at that point, I was like, you know what? This is pretty cheap. I, I, I forgot what I made for sides, but it was enough for a decent meal for everybody. Um, but back to uh, – <laughs> so so I, I try retying this bad boy. All right. And uh, it's loose. It's better than not being tied, but it is um, – it's not, not like what the butcher gave me. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll kind of go over what it had. It called for uh, a, uh, a rub or a seasoning. So it called for, it was uh, two tablespoons of kosher, sh- kosher salt, uh, a tablespoon of black pepper, a teaspoon of granulated garlic. I'm not real sure what that means. So we got garlic powder because okay. we already had salt. So I didn't think it was going to be garlic salt. Yeah, you want to do that. Uh, a teaspoon of granulated onion there again. I Whatever onion powder I had. That's what I used. Uh, some dried oregano. Now, normally, Matt is the type that when I do a recipe, I go to the store and I end up buying new packages of <laughs> uh, of spices. 
right? So then you you look and I have, you know, four uh, of the same thing, four uh, onion powders and all this. I said, no, I have everything I need. And then I go home and I start mixing it and I barely had enough oregano. Oh, jeez. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I always buy stuff. I, I once in a while I'll look. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. Uh, a, a teaspoon of dried sweet basil. There again, it just got whatever basil was in there. And uh, a half teaspoon of crushed red pepper. All right. All right. So mix it together. And I, I, I almost doubled it. Luckily, I didn't start out doubling it because that would have meant I would have had to go to the store to get, to get more, more. To, to get more oregano. Now, that was going to be my next question because... You know, it always says how much meat you need, and then do you double your rubs, or do you just go right with the recipe? Most of the time, depending, well, like the, like on this one, it called for a three to four pounder. This was uh, just a tear under six pounds, so I'm like, I might be cutting it close. Uh, it actually was enough, and I had a little bit left over. Okay. And I'm pretty good with my seasoning. I season pretty liberally, um, so it all worked out that I didn't start out doubling it and having to you know, cuss and swear as I ran to the store to, right. to go get some more oregano. So what I thought was interesting with this recipe, like I, I've seen it like uh, uh, different recipes where it's like crock pot, um, Italian beef, crock pot, um, French dip. And, and this one what it called for is uh, grilling it, right, uh, obviously, but it called for having a pan underneath. And it, and it said to put, uh, let me just double check what it was. I want to say it was, it was six cups of water and four... Uh, beef bouillon cubes okay so i have a pan it's actually a roasting pan that you know i bought like you know what this will come in handy i've used it twice uh, and both times been on the grill so worked out beautifully has a rack it's actually more for like when you want to do turkey or whatnot okay so i just turned it upside down to to elevate it um to keep that meat further above um it said to uh, indirect heat at 325 for two hours uh, they said to, the target temperature was uh, 125 to 130 degrees. So at that point, that's still, you know, rare, medium rare, which I'm fine with. So uh, get, this, get the grill. I use my Weber 26, threw a couple apple chunks spread out uh, on it. Didn't do anything special. Just lit a, a, you know, a charcoal chimney, dumped it in, and just used my vents to kind of get my temp. Eh, sometimes I went a little bit over. Sometimes it's a little under. Either way, I was just more looking for that temp. Um, took about that two-hour mark. Uh, I actually yanked it at 125 degrees. Then we call, like I, I kind of mentioned before, it, it called for uh, pretty much take that that juice, which I'll post some photos. Uh, that now I didn't dissolve that bouillon in it mm. first. I just kind of threw the cubes in. Um, but you're counting on because you actually had the meat of, on the rack above it, so you're catching all those drippings in it. Uh, that that color change. So as you save that, put it in a container, put it in the fridge to cool it down. Uh, same with the, uh, the meat itself. So I actually refrigerated it overnight. I did this on Sunday. So that will make, will make uh, Monday easy because I really didn't want to have to wake up early to then give myself that three-hour right. leeway. Because we did a little bit early because most people had to work on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, next day I get my meat slicer out and cut against the grain real thin there again i have some photos i mean this is you know medium rare look beautiful but it tells you to take that that beef broth get the get the fat off of it mm. and uh, so i just used a strainer strained it 
I put that in the crock pot, and I, I wasn't too happy with the amount it actually gave me. So luckily, I was had... Was it too little? Yeah, it wasn't enough. Okay. I mean, it was a decent-sized crock pot, and it was maybe two, two and a half inches off the bottom. And, and what the recipe calls for is, is when you're ready to serve, is you take some of the meat, put it in, uh, put, have your slow cooker on low, put it in there uh, for one minute, and then take it out, put it on your sandwich, and then, you know, you can ladle more of the au jus and, and put it onto the sandwich. Okay. So I'm like, you know what, I have... I forgot how many, I had, I had like six cups worth. It says one beef bouillon per cup of water. I had six left. I was like, we'll make all six. Uh, another thing, too, it did say even at the beginning was, hey, take some of that seasoning and, and put it into, into the, the water, into your au jus. And uh, so I, I luckily I had some left over. And actually, even when I was spreading it onto the meat, I just had it right on the rack so as I was doing it, you, as you know, as you put a seasoning on, it falls off to the side. So I already had it where it was getting that seasoning in it. So I just added a little bit more, put it all together, said put on low, which at first I didn't think that was going to be hot enough. Um, but I started up early enough, and it, it actually does get a hot enough temperature. Uh, so when it was time to eat, uh, I put it in there again, about a minute. You could see that that pink, it went to, you know, that roast beef brown. Definitely. Um the only other thing it really called for is that, you know, get some green peppers. Uh, his recipe called for uh, chopping them up, putting in a cast iron. I put them right over the coals. I cut them up after the fact. Um, so just, you know, fire roasted peppers. Um, and then the, was it Jardinier? I think that's how you put it. Jardinier. Uh, the, the only other thing he had on there was, you know, to, to ramp it up, kick it up a, a notch was to have Italian sausage. So the biggest thing I had is, is I, you know, I went to the deli section and that's, that was the buns I had, which is generally a, a bigger than your hot dog or brat buns you find in the bread aisle. I, I, I want to say in, in hindsight, they were a little small, especially if you added that Italian sausage yes. to it. Cause at first I was very intimidated when I just had the the uh, beef beef on it and the cheese and i'm like how am i supposed to fit a sausage on here too and i'm like no I'll, I'll go back and i'll put a sausage on here too so i did mm, i was able to eat it but it was very overflowing and you know i, I made it work and it was very, very good. Right. And the other thing is that, hey, you know, another optional thing is like provolone cheese. So, mm-hmm. you know, I split mine open. I put uh, provolone cheese down first. Mm-hmm. I put the sausage in. So when it actually came to putting uh, some of that, that um, Italian beef on, you know, I'm already at running out of room. I'm stacking it on top. I'm trying to shove it between the bun and the sausage. So really, if anything, I got ripped off of this, uh, the, the Italian, I'm not the Italian, the, uh, the, the beef. Mm-hmm. Not the sausage. Um, but I, I thought it turned out well. And I, I thought it was odd that they had you pull the meat off and uh, and then kind of finish it off in the au jus. But, I mean, I, the, bite, the, the bit I had, I mean, it just fell apart. It just came apart in your mouth. Real tender, uh, good flavor. I'm not a fan of the soggy bun. That, right. That's always a problem I have with getting like an Italian sausage or a, a Italian beef you know, is when they add the au jus on it. When I get it and my bun's soggy and falling apart, that's kind of a turnoff for me. Yeah, you don't want to have a messy meal. It makes it, uh, like but, you said, a turnoff. But I thought all in all the flavor was good. It went, it went over well. 
mm-hmm. I would definitely make it again. And it, it was, uh, I guess, even if I was going to do something else, the, the same style, even de- different recipe, a, a French dip or whatnot, uh, I'd probably go about it the same way, even if it was in the middle of winter in the oven. I would, I think I would cook it more to that medium rare, get it off, and then have that last minute to just kind of finish it off and, and kind of soak up um, some of that uh, the au jus and juices that you have. I think that would be a good idea. Another, what if you tried, so cooking the sausages, but then what if you like sliced them to make everything fit on that type of bun or any type of bun really right. fit and better? The other thought too uh, I kind of had was, okay, if I did these too early and people aren't ready to eat, do I just take the sausages and put them in the au jus? But yeah, I mean, even given the bun size, maybe slicing them in half, having like half pieces or, or, or whatnot might have worked out. I, I'm going to stick with bigger buns, although mm-hmm. I don't know where I would have gotten them. Yeah, I don't know how, I mean, they've got brat buns and stuff, but then to pile the all that toppings on it too, I just don't know how much bigger of a bun you really can get. The only other thing I could think of is if you got like a, a, a French roll, okay. a, you know, or a, um, what's the other one, Italian well, Italian is generally a thicker bread. Right. So I think um, more of the French roll, because that's a little thinner, it's longer, and you just, you know, get three, you know, two, three out, out of a, a loaf. That would have given us a little bit more room. Right. So <clears throat> a little backstory here. Uh, as, we, as we know, Jamie's been gone, and, and I get uh, from Missy, when are we going to do a, a podcast? So, I mean, she came out pretty forceful. I... I'm not going to lie. I feared a little bit for my safety. Um, <laughs> I was not that forceful. All right, maybe not. It was over text. So, I mean, I maybe I took it a little bit wrong. <laughs> but so, uh, you know, we knew the cookout. So she had her uh, own idea of something to bring to the table to grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you kind of go into that? So I've always liked to grill. Jamie and I have had grill competitions of our own in the past. Um, So I thought, well, let's do a dessert. Let's have something, you know, I mean, there's always, what, 12 desserts brought to your house every event? Most of the time. Although this time it wasn't. It was... It was just the one dessert. One dessert and two pasta salads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little smaller gathering, but yeah, it yes. is, it's like we, we have that main meal and everybody, uh, although uh, Brenda, she generally brings a, like a pasta salad, mm-hmm. a couple of sides, always overdoes it, which actually not, you know, there's too much food, but then it's like everyone else brings a dessert. So it's like, Brenda, hopefully you got the sides because Matt's got the meat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out nice this time. But I decided to do a grilled blooming apple. Grilled blooming apple. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you, obviously, I was there and I, I seen it and I tried it. So, uh, a blooming apple. Uh, I don't know if everyone would know, but you have some chain restaurants, and I think you could even find recipes online of doing a blooming onion. Correct. So I, I, I take this as as kind of uh, the dessert style blooming onion, except with apple and not breaded yes so uh what what all what did this all entail so i'm a huge pinterest fanatic i use pinterest for everything my crafts my household decorating my 
everything. Think about it. And that's that's where we're a little different because yes. I stick to uh, either looking on on barbecue sites or, or all recipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I will Google you know a recipe I want, and mm-hmm. then it'll bring you to whoever who, you know who knows how many different sites and, and recipes. And then I always click and I'll see one that seems interesting, and it's Pinterest. And then it doesn't let me see it because it wants me to download the app, and I refuse to do it. He is too scared. I yeah, it's like I it's like it's <laughs> this is a crafting thing. I'm not I'm not doing this. We'll we'll find another one on a, a food food app, you know, and and maybe I'm missing out quite a bit. And, and really, I, I am because there's been plenty of times uh, we have gotten together, and that's where you have gotten the recipes from. Yes, and most of the time they they turn out uh, very very good. Well, thank you. So this one, yes, it's basically a apple pie without the crust or like you said a blooming onion but apple style with no crust so you can take any apple i took some red ones i forget which type they were i want to say honey crisp and then i had the macintosh apples i sliced those not all the way through and I put some butter, melted butter and cinnamon sugar, mixed that together and put that in the center and some caramel. So now this caramel, well, and you, you remove the core. Yes. You remove the core. And I then, uh, now I didn't see you prepare these. Were these, uh, you said the caramel, these were like the square caramel candies, correct? Correct. Okay. I did not get like the caramel drizzle. It was the square Square caramels. Square caramels. So you, you, you cut it up, you, you pour your stuff over it, and then you, you wrapped it in aluminum foil, right? Correct. Individual. <clears throat> Individually wrapped in aluminum foil. So um, what were the instructions for, for grilling them? That's the downfall with this Pinterest recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt did prep the grill for me because it did not say what temperature the grill should be at. It did not say indirect or direct, but it said about 15 minutes on the grill. And uh, I want to say we were probably, it took us a little, and I wasn't really paying attention at the time. It was probably on for about a half an hour. Yes. I, I decided indirect. I, um, I think I got a, I think I did about three quarter of a chimney and um, got it going. I was probably, we were probably sitting 325, maybe 350, but I did do indirect, and then uh, I just did the, you know, the smart thing, the take your bare hands and mush <laughs> the hot uh, hot foil and see if it uh, seemed gushy. Uh, eventually, I did decide, you know what, they've got to be done. And uh, the, the little bit I had, I actually think it was probably uh, the right time mm-hmm. to have yanked it, so a little bit of luck, because I didn't open them up and take, you know, a toothpick or, you know, a fork or anything to stick it through. Um, and I'm not one like, like apple pie. I, I prefer it where it's, you know, that the apples more cooked through, you know, I, I, I'm not the huge fan of like getting that big crunch to it. Right. Now these, the, at least a little bit I did have, there, there was a little crunch to it, but it was, it was, uh, so it wasn't mush. It held together well. Um, but it was a little more than I'd, I'd say if I had to put it in like steak terms, like medium well. Yeah, right. I would agree medium with that. well. So it was. You still had. You still had a. You, you still, still had, had a little form, crunch to it, but it wasn't falling apart. Apart mushy. Right. Well, mushy. well done would have been. Yeah. You know, you just you take your. You know, 
back of a side of a knife and just mush it, you mm-hmm. know. So that, that did turn out well. Uh, so the other thing it called for was, uh, what, some ice cream? Yes, served with vanilla ice cream, which we learned to not scoop and put right on top of the caramel because it will turn it rock hard. Right, so I mean, that's, and that's uh, uh, definitely a lesson learned. I mean, like I said, the little bit I had, and we talked a little bit after. It's like, oh, man, do you almost go more with a caramel, you know, one of the, the, the caramel drizzles. But, mm-hmm. you know, it melting, it kind of adds to it because otherwise what would happen with that caramel if we just, unless you did it at the last minute and right. as an afterthought. But then and then you're not dealing with really warm. So I, I don't know. There might be a happy medium in that or, yeah, just keep the ice cream on the side. Right. I thought it tastes good. I had a little bit of both. Um I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of a tart apple, um, so I didn't care for that one quite as much, but uh, it still tastes good. I didn't try any of the ice cream, but um, yeah, that, that definitely did harden it up from every from what everyone had said, but flavor was good. It was, it really, it was almost like eating uh, the insides of an apple pie. Exactly. So that turned out well. Thank um, you. And your meal did as well. As it as always. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, this is the first and only time that uh, <laughs> I will, will be, be back next week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if I'm not heard from in a couple of weeks, send help because <laughs> she, she hurt me. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, no, it was great to have you, you join. I know I know well, we have, you. Uh, you know, and it really came back uh, really earlier when we started the podcast uh, of us getting together. Um my wife, Jen, and you are, are, are good friends, and unfortunately, I like your husband a little bit, and yeah, we little. hang out, and uh, you know, early on, we're throwing out some ideas, and I really don't want to go into it, because I, I don't want to set that expectation, because this is actually going to take some, some good thought and planning on how I'm going to be able to pull it off, or how we're going to be able to pull it off, so you know, okay. she came, like, I got this other idea, actually, even before this, uh, the Apple one, so um, I guess that's the next step. We're probably going to end this and talk about that a little bit. Um, but as Jamie would say, oh, have you listened to all the episodes? Have you even listened to all the episodes? Oh, man. Um, oh, I have listened to half of them. Half of them. You realize this is like so, episode like 29, I think. It's 28 or 29 right now. So I am going to take a stab in the dark and say this is, uh, Matt, no, I am Matt. Oh, well, normally he's like, um, okay, well, that's a that's about all we have today. Oh, okay, yeah, he kind of well, wraps know, it off. All, all right. right, all right, you know, I I I try, right. yeah, I try. Yep. I've got a lot. You know, Jamie, Jamie does the podcast and works. I work. I do my crafting business. Yeah, yeah. I take care of the kids. I cook. I clean. I I do oh. more. Oh, you know, low blow. But you know, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Get, I'm, I'm not gonna get involved kidding. in that I'm one. Kidding. That I'm was kidding. good. So all right. No. So that's about it that we can talk about for today. All right. So I'll let you uh, say who you are. All right. I am Matt. Well, you're you're Melissa, <laughs> and I'm Matt. So thanks for joining us today, Melissa. Missy, Thank you. you know what? We called her Missy for so nope, long. Nope. And it's Lissa. Well, yeah. And then out of nowhere, I've known her for over, 
probably 12 years. And um, we've we, been married for 12 okay, years. Okay, so, so even so. longer, and and it's been Missy. And then, like, within the past, like, four or five months, it's like she doesn't want to be called Missy anymore. She wants to be called, I don't know, was it me? I Melissa and I said no it's gonna be Lissa because we're gonna get rid of the beginning it is but I always find a way of dragging out a little bit you always do all right well I'm Matt thanks for listening join in next time goodbye